Yeah, that... so imagine, imagine if I said a joke about uh, a guy and his wife. So <laughs> when they're next to each other, it makes sense. But I, hey, where is your husband? Hey, husband, pull your hand off. I want to see you. <laughs> It's so messed up. Uh, yeah. Stand up is, is exactly. funny. But no, I'm glad I'm glad that it's changing. So yeah. it's what other changes? So yeah, just like I told you that before it was an individual uh ambitious and uh effort that from the people mm. to make this stand-up comedy, I think. But now the government is the one who's pushing this kind of arts. So it's more premium, I guess, and no one can say anything about it. Like that episode 27, 27? Yes, amazing. 207 of A2 the show. Another one. I'm in a new location. Relocation. My relocation. back to Lebanon, new country. Yeah, Christmas episodes. Welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. Thanks, man. Good to be back. Good to be back to the Middle East. Good to be back. Where things are restricted and you need to calm down a lot. There we go. The power is out. And the power is out. And you keep going. Right. Well, Hopefully the internet doesn't go out too with you. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, man. I'm on a hot spot. Yeah. There we go. Well, we have a special guest today. Special guest of the day, we have Abdurrahman. Abdurrahman, let us know who you are and what you do. Okay. Uh, hi, everyone. Assalamu alaikum. Thanks for having me first in the show. Uh, my name is Abdurrahman Zubaila. I know you avoiding saying the other name because it's uh, getting me in a lot of troubles. But don't worry. It's Abdurrahman Zubaila. I am... 37 years old. I've been doing stand-up comedy for the past nine years now. Yeah, I started in 2012. Other than the stand-up comedy, I work as a unit manager for the modern trade in Tamar Group. So I also a sales guy. So yeah, you can say oh, a sales guy. A sales guy that's comedy. also a comedian, dude. You must Funny. be doing yeah. well in your job. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's you what can I was make thinking. people laugh. You can get them convinced. <laughs> To buy that's whatever. That's how you do it. Right. Yeah, yes, that's, that's how you do it. <laughs> stand up. When someone says I'm a stand up comedian and quit, I think, wow, okay, well, how is that working out? But now you're saying you're a stand up comedian in Saudi Arabia. Right. I really have to ask, how does that work? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, does it? Tell <laughs> us. Yes. Uh, Thank God that there's a guy who could pull it off for the past nine years because without this guy, Yasser Bukur, I think there was no stand-up comedy in Saudi. Wow. It was very difficult, very challenging. We had a lot of uh, challenges. There were some guys attacking us during the show to stop the show and uh, to cause us some trouble for the past years. But alhamdulillah, since the last uh, three years, everything now get accepted better and now the, the audience is understanding what we are doing you know mm -hmm. because for the past 40 years in saudi if you are holding a mic you either one of two things you're saying some news or you are going for da'wah you know what i mean you're preaching yes no singers no singers in saudi <laughs> there is but uh singers is known but i mean I they expect wisdom coming out of your mouth. <laughs> yes. They see some stupid jokes. <laughs> no, 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 but there is, there is wisdom in some comedy. Yeah, of course there are. Because we, they, 
like in comedy, people like to laugh, but comedians like to send a message of wisdom when doing a stand-up. That's how I view comedy. Yes, of course, I agree with you. But uh, some of the audience, when they see you speak about specific things, they think you're serious about it. Mm. Example, <laughs> if you are if you are imitating some of the accent of whatever country, they think you're mocking them. If you mm. say some jokes, so like say about uh, your wife cooking, they think you really hate your wife's cooking. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you, you see, but it's just a joke. You see, yeah. go, come on, calm, calm down, man. It's just a joke. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so they, they're still. You're saying the Saudi audience is still learning to differentiate between jokes and serious talk. Exactly. Yeah. But exactly. it's not but their fault. It's not their fault. It's, it's, not their it's, fault. it's, 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 it's the culture. Okay. It's, uh, the people there. But uh, now it's changing. Now there is a hardship. Mm. We, we have fast changing in Saudi lately. You can see in the news and everything. And uh, I think uh, from the news and from Twitter and uh, from following some of the comedians, the problems uh, are everywhere. Even the American comedians have the same issues. But the problem, the difference is the scale of the people is the difference. Mm. So they have a small scale of the people causing these problems. We have large scale people right. causing this issue. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the Amazing. issues because I heard a lot of stories and I want to confirm it with someone who has been on stage in a public setting. Mm. What are the issues that these kind of people cause? Well, uh, let me say some examples so people mm. can understand. So if, if we have, <laughs> let's say, a play, okay? Okay. And there is the guy holding uh, a bat and he wants to beat his wife. It's a play. So everyone is laughing. And he, no, please don't hit me. No, I'll hit you. Everyone will be okay with that. But if you go and take the mic and say it as a stand-up comedy, so you say, last day I came to my house and my wife was blah, blah, blah. Then I got the bat and I hit her. Everyone will lose his mind. <laughs> you know, they will think you really did it. <laughs> This is, this is, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, uh, one of the jokes I made, it's, uh, it's about the people that go to the mosque to pray, mm. but they don't clean up. So you smell some bad stuff in the mosque, okay? Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> that was the premise of the joke. <laughs> okay, uh, that sounds like a funny joke. Yeah, I'll tell you the joke, no problem. So it, it was like... When you go to the mosque in the Fajr pray, so everyone is sleeping still. Yeah. And you go mm -hmm. the morning. Go to the yeah. And you go to the line and then you smell very bad breath. And you don't know from where it comes. It's from this guy or is it from this guy? So you're doing this while you're praying. So you know <laughs> you know, you know, how to, you know how to avoid. Yeah. So, yes. After I finished this joke, one of the audience came to me and told me. Hey, don't make jokes about pray. I'm not joking jokes about the pray. <laughs> Making jokes about the people that are praying. Jeez. I'm oh joking jokes right. about, yeah, exactly. So this yeah. kind of the misunderstanding, yeah. yeah. Right. This kind of a misunderstanding always happens, always mm -hmm. happens. It's because they don't seem to understand the context of the joke. They just exactly. think, oh, I hear prayer, therefore he's talking about prayer. He's making a joke about prayer. They do that yes. kind of conclusion instead of listening to what is actually mm -hmm. being said. But right. I've heard that in the past, there were people, mainly from the religious police, that would raid these shows. So I'm not yeah. sure if you can talk about this or not. 
Uh, well, uh, let's talk about it in a briefly. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, fair. <laughs> yes, yeah. No. <laughs> we're good. We're safe. We're good. Okay. Okay. They, they snipered my. They snipered my uh, microphone just now. So there is one. Uh, one day they came to our show. Uh, they wanted to see what's happening there. So we closed the music, and uh, sadly we had in our stage a partition between the men and the women there. So you can imagine doing a stand-up comedy and you find a partition half between white, the... Half white, <laughs> half Exactly. Half-colored, oh half-black. <laughs> oh my God. So you can see the light we... going like straight down. Exactly. It's funny. <laughs> Where it white no light. black. <laughs> yes. It was so strange, by the way. Yeah. You, you always... But the funny thing is when you're dressing a joke to a lady, you directly go to this side, yeah, ladies. <laughs> you know, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It makes, it makes yeah. the joke easier. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It makes it funny. Yeah, it's exactly, also kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, they they refused to come to enjoy the show. We told them, okay, you can come in, you can see what's going on. We're not doing something haram or something. You just can sit down and they just said, no, 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 no. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. We will not go inside. <laughs> so they waited outside the whole time, and uh, after we finished the show, the the, the show. They keep the ladies inside. So they let all the boys out and they kept the ladies inside. And whoever wants his wife or his sister, he says her name. Okay? So it was like <laughs> elementary school for ladies, you know? <laughs> He's shouting her name, she comes out to him. It was a disaster, man. That's just oh, oh, man. It's like kids at school, man. Literally, yeah. it's like kids at school. Wait, they yeah. shout your names in school? Is Ali just... home? Is Ali there? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, after school when they pick you up, man. It's That's like not they how come, the parents are like, well, uh, you got uh, dropped up. What are you doing in school? You <laughs> didn't school have, we just waited school. outside. <laughs> you I see. Outside? Yeah, I was like, oh, that's my driver. Right. Peace. In elementary school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, people have a lot of faith in you guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very misplaced faith, but yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's a story for. Well, now. what can go wrong? What can go wrong no, in Kuwait, just, right? Yeah. What do you mean? What can, what go, can wrong? go wrong? You know what we used to do after school? If we had beef with what? a group of uh, like another group of people, we'd wait for after school because that's when uh, all our wars happen after school, bro. What do you mean? Like, mm. no, they shouldn't make your parents come pick you up. <laughs> they eventually yeah, did. Like we'd wait <laughs> exactly. in the playground, and the parents would come in. You see, and you know, you just. Yeah, that doesn't happen here. The no, fighting happened inside the school. Yeah, no, it happens inside <laughs> the school. But where the issue lies is we don't like to fight inside the school because you have teachers and they can, you know, stop it. And no, we, we don't go, have teachers. We... <laughs> we don't have teachers. That's why. That's why. Teachers, self-talk. Leave before the students. Yeah, it's just like, all right, good luck. If, if people are bullying you, it yeah, sucks to be yeah. you. Hey, keep the door closed. That's it. And no one can get outside until he shouts his name. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. The funny thing um, about this, the names of the school here in Saudi, is I was uh, catching my mind. So in the beginning, they start naming the schools after the Sahaba. Mm, so the companions is, uh, of the Prophet. Exactly. So there is uh, Abu Bakr school. There is Umar Abu Khattab school. Uthman bin Affan school. And after the, all the companions finished. Yes. So they started with Prince. 
the yeah. Sultan and Prince Abdullah bin Sultan, Prince, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. After they finished, they started uh, the wars that the Prophet did it, you know? Al Yarmouk school, school. And they took all the names and they started to give the girls school names. And they didn't have any more names. So they said, and Madrasa al Ula, the second school. Second school number one. School number two. Well, we have. We have a school uh, 375, like this. <laughs> this school is the name. <laughs> Why did they name after the wives of the Prophet or the daughter? No, 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 no. No? <laughs> no, no. We, we already took it. <laughs> we took everything. <laughs> the guys didn't leave anything for the girls. Yeah, yeah, I see we, we, took, uh, we took everything. We took everything. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, okay, so let's, let's, let's get back into it. So that's, that's your one instance with the religious... No, at the time. This is uh, one incident that happened in the uh, comedy club in our stage. Mm. Uh, there is another incident happened. I will just let the, okay. Uh, I was in Tabuk. I was joining uh, at the time they called Khawatar uh, al You know the guys who won an Arab talent, they make uh, a lit show yeah, in, yeah, the, in yeah, the dark. Okay. Yeah. So I was uh, the comedian and the host of the show, and they were performing their uh, musical uh, shows. And after the light goes out and they started to perform three individuals that are not with the government or the authority police or the or the religious police oh, they're just man. yeah this kind of thing they called it muhtasibin so yeah. they are they're thinking they are defending the religion so they <laughs> went inside with mm -hmm. three uh everyone is uh turning on the light in his phone and stop stop <laughs> And the guys were like doing like this, you know, they're yeah. in the dark. So, <laughs> so it doesn't look weird. <laughs> it looks so weird. Yeah. yeah. And we get around maybe half an hour speaking with them when we get the security guy and three of the real religious people to convince him that this is normal and get the hell out of here. And then they left it alone after maybe one half an hour and the audience was waiting. The whole time. Oh my oh, god, poor audience. Poor audience, yeah, honestly. But the future for the future for arts in Saudi Arabia is looking, I have to say, very well now that the country is slightly opening up and you know looking a bit better. So how how has the country developed or how has the country changed in terms of you know arts being more accepted or arts are now allowed to be in any shape or form so talk to us a little bit about that what has changed well uh now the entertainment industry is uh, legal and uh, we have uh it's like a minister for the entertainment uh, mm. under the sheikh uh, uh is leading this and it's uh, authorized 100 from mohammed bin salman so it's it's more like the face of the government. So the government wants this, so no one else can stop it or can say anything about it. All the musical happening, all the shows, all the comedy shows, they come to us and told us to remove all the partition between boys and wow. girls and said, no, a guy came with his sister or his wife. He needs to sit with her. Why should she should go there and <laughs> we go to the other side? Here's a so, little joke. Yeah. It must be hard for them to find their wives in a sea of black. It's like, uh... oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That... So imagine, imagine if I said a joke about uh, a guy and his wife. So <laughs> when they mix to each other, it makes sense. But I, hey, where is your husband? Hey, husband, pull your hand off. I want to see what happens. 
It's so messed up. Uh, yeah. Stand up is, is exactly. funny. But no, I'm glad I'm glad that it's changing. So yeah. it's what other changing. changes? So yeah, just like I told you that before it was an individual uh ambitious and uh, effort that from the people mm. to make this stand-up comedy, I think. But now the government is the one who's pushing this kind of arts. So it's more premium, I guess, and no one can say anything about it. So once you start the show, you start the show. No one will say anything. No one can bother yeah. you. It's illegal to enter and start trying to stop it. But but there is still cases of people who are trying to stop it in some way or somehow. Like you said, people who are not a part of the religious police and they, you know, they try yeah. to stop it. And so that was before, and it was a public show. It was a free mm -hmm. entry. So this happened. But if you are in a in a place for a stand-up comedy and people are paying for that and there is Pain. a guy at the at the right. door now they cannot enter anymore these things have yeah. finished i think for good so maybe I'm for right. the past uh, three wow. or four years mm -hmm. uh, nothing like this happened i'm glad that's amazing, amazing. to hear so well, well done yeah well done saudi arabia for those changes yeah. i'm very happy for you guys uh, that's it you have to be very carefully what you say and yeah. what you put in youtube so you don't get Pulled from here. Exactly. You know the thing is, yeah. I've been trying to convince this one that mm -hmm. I also. What do you think is going to happen? With the, <laughs> you, you're in gonna Jordan. Happen. So what you're if in I'm in Jordan? Jordan? I'm in Jordan, but I want to go back home. There's a difference. You're in LA. You don't have to go back home. What's uh, the Kuwait police is going to stop you for this YouTube podcast? Dude, if I say something retarded, then yeah, definitely. But if I, you know, stay within my boundaries. No, nothing is gonna happen. Nothing is gonna, it's, you know. It, it's it's not about saying something retarded. We're comedians. We will always say something retarded. I, but true. <laughs> the Very point true. is, you There's don't go. Yeah, they, mm -hmm. they have some lines. They it's very important for them not to even touch it. Exactly. So once you, don't you get touch anywhere the next... line, they will catch you. Why did you touch this line? How many times we warned you about this line? Yep. Can't you see We're... the line? Yep. That that's Ooh. it. Were you ever, yeah, were you ever surprised about happened. a couple of cases? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, were you ever surprised about something that, like, you didn't think was crossing the line, but for them it was crossing the line, but you didn't think it was like crossing the line? Has that ever happened with you? Yeah, or with not, someone you know? Yeah, with mm -hmm. someone I know, yeah, happened. I actually, it was a very good joke. Uh, it got a very a lot of views, but it went, went down after two days after this launched, and uh, the guy who almost almost went to jail because of it what was the joke do you or can you not say it was about the religious police he was oh. explaining a uh, long time ago how they were functioning so he didn't mock of them he just mentioned them but you know all the religious people online got very angry and upset about it and they didn't leave the they didn't leave this thing alone so they keep pushing until the guy get caught Amazing. Well, so, yeah, when, when you were young and trying to learn stand-up comedy, um, mm -hmm. you definitely had to watch, right, American comedians, right? That's the only way, like, those were the only comedians that were out yeah. there. When did, like, Arabic comedy become a thing for you? Well, funny right. thing is that since 2008, me and uh, three of my friends, I was working in a telecommunication company mm -hmm. before, so I wanted to do stand-up comedy in Arabic. I wanted to start this thing. 
Right. So I went to, wow. I, I went to yeah, exactly. <laughs> I went to cafes and restaurants and I was offering them. I have some materials and I have some jokes and it's very clean. Nothing will happen. Let's let's uh, bring some joy to the restaurant. And all the restaurants and all the cafes told me, go get the hell out of here. <laughs> get the hell out of here. Yeah. So yes. I, I was searching to do a stand-up comedy for two years until in 2012, they announced did the comedy club they're doing some auditions i was wow. one of the first people to to perform there and actually i was the first one to be accepted there nice so i was waiting for the opportunity it's kind of like a, if they can do it in english you can do it in arabic it's, it's a matter of uh, what you say and how you relate it to the culture mm. that's that's the number one thing that's the number one skill most comedians or most people who try to be comedians need to learn is the delivery of the joke. It's not about exactly. the joke itself. I can say the most, like the funniest joke in the world, but in a like normal way, like I'm having a conversation, <laughs> yeah. or yeah, I can say the, the, the stupidest joke, the most unfunny joke you can ever hear, but if right. I say it in a specific way, timing, right, that's up yeah. the story, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. It can be the funniest thing you can ever heard. I think that's yeah. that's the number one skill comedians have to learn is the 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 delivery of mm -hmm. the content, right? Exactly, and you have to get uh, the audience involved in your joke. Mm. I use I usually used to tell my friends and the comedians and the new comedians in comedy club, and you can say the same joke, but instead of starting the joke with, I remember my father when he used to do blah 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 blah. Don't say don't say that. Just say it like. Do you guys remember when our father used to do the blah, blah, blah? It comes relatable. Make a big difference. So mm, you are wow. getting the audience with you to understand the perspective of you. That's so, a great tip. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So you, uh, the point is how do you hook the guys mm -hmm. to understand your point of view of the joke. So you are getting them with you in a situation and then you tell your story about mm -hmm. the situation. And everyone can relate to it amazing i mean that's yeah so you become more relatable when you do this because they can relate exactly. with you that's way they're trying to listen if they really can relate with you you're sliding the joke under you know relatability and it reaches them they understand exactly. they're listening yeah and I, yeah that's that's a genius way of doing it so what other things would you have as an advice for young guys who or girls who are trying to be comedians Let's be progressive, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I just, just say young guys. But now I'm trying to be equality, equal safety, right? Equal opportunity. <laughs> so young guys and girls mm -hmm. want to do comedy. So the first thing, then, if, if someone needs to do comedy, first of all, everything you do, if, or you think you're doing it alone in this world, you will be surprised that most of the people are doing the exact same thing that you're doing. So if you say this stupid thing that you're doing alone, you'll find people laughing because they also do it. So try to tell your story, even the things that you think no one is does it but you. And the second thing about creating jokes, uh, every story has been told except your story. So you have to search in your life, in the characters between you, your uncle, your friends, your mother, your father, what are the type of character they are, and then you can extract some stories from them. It shouldn't be the same person to the story, but maybe you have a story about your uncle, but the character in your mind is your father. You get my point? 
Mm-hmm. So how do you uh, you can build up the jokes between the environment between you uh, around you to create this joke that the people think it's real, but it's not. It's, it's some things that you take it from different places and join it together to make this joke. And you have to try it in front of audience because sometimes you write a joke and you think it's hilarious. When right. you say it I... in front of audience, then yeah, cancel this one. <laughs> <laughs> cancel this one next yeah. yeah yeah but but do you have people to help you write or do you write your jokes on your own uh for me i write my jokes on my own uh-huh but you don't have like yeah. a no, no, no. تحقيق, let's call it where people you no, know no, 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 no. are there to oh, <laughs> you don't. Okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have uh, i have some people to practice on you the new jokes with yeah and and then That's maybe what I they meant. Yeah, I say one of the friend, one of my friends. He used to work with me in the same company. He was also a stand-up comedian. So we, when you go to the uh, to take a cigar, mm. I start uh, giving him my new jokes, and he told me, "Okay, how about if you say it like this?" And then I say, "Aha! It's brilliant move." So, Delivery. Exactly. He maybe give you a, a new point of view that you didn't see it before. So from this new point of view. You can do three, four, five punchlines. It's very effective. Yeah, and this happens sometimes. Yeah. But the golden rule that you have to relate to this new point of view, and you have to accept it for yourself. If you don't like it, and you say it on stage, no one will like it because they will mm-hmm. feel it's fake. I see. So being yeah. true to oneself is the key to exactly. mastering joke telling. Is not yep. to fake or make up any story. It's just say it as it is. Right. Say it how mm-hmm. you see it, but careful with your delivery and your punchline. Exactly. Be authentic. To, yeah. Authentic, yeah. and you have to deliver the feelings. Yeah. Example: If you have if you have a joke about your being scared, mm. you can't. Yeah. Then I was scared. I got I got afraid. I I was running. Yeah. <coughs> you can't do it like that. <coughs> yep. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna get the virus. Aren't you traveling yeah. tomorrow? No, no. Listen, listen. Where's where's my paper? I'm gonna get <laughs> my paper because I bought from this guy. I downloaded it off the website. Corona free, baby. Corona free. I cannot trust technology anymore. Oh come on! It might go through the technology. <laughs> through the yes, you get the virus on your computer. Yeah. But, Okay, so have you ever done a stand-up comedy outside of Saudi Arabia? Yeah. You have. Where, I, where have you gone? I did in Saudi Arabia. I did in Dubai. I did in nice. Beirut. Ooh. And I did... Home of stand-up in... comedy, I have to say. Beirut. Is that what they say? I mean, yeah. I, I think Beirut as the home of arts and crafts. <laughs> Just to put it simple. I, like artistic talent. Least. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think for stand-up comedy. Not no. Maybe quit. for all arts, yeah, I agree with you 100%. But for stand-up comedy, mm, where is it? What do you I'm think? Not sure. Actually, actually, for the Arab world, ooh, since I traveled and I have a lot of friends, even in Egypt, we UAE, have one of my I'm friends. Uh, yeah, uh, no, actually, surprisingly, in stand-up comedy, uh, Saudi will, will become number one if you look deeply. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> if you look deep, what? We, That's we, a plot twist. We had. <laughs> We had mm-hmm. this uh, Comedy Central Arabia opened in 2017, right? Mm. And they had comedians from Egypt and Kuwait and Emirat and Lebanon. And they didn't have a very good number. So they told to themselves, okay, where in Saudi we can find some stand-up comedian? Oh, there's a place called Jiddah Comedy Club. Let's bring some people from there to close our gap. 
right? Okay. So the first the first season of comedy al waqif started, and surprisingly, the audience, ninety uh, percent enjoyed the Saudi comedians more than the other comedians as wow. a standard comedy. Yeah. Wow. So the the next season, they took us from the beginning, and made us just to, to fill uh, the gap and not only filling the gap, they made us uh, coach. The other comedians in Lebanon, <laughs> in the, the Egypt, and you know who did it? How you do it? Yeah, one of the guys you did an interview with before. He he did the coaching uh, session. Khalid Omar. Omar. Khalid Omar. Khalid Omar. My guy, the chef. Yeah. <laughs> what a legend! <laughs> this this guy brought uh, a lady from Lebanon to do a stand-up comedy. Trust me. She didn't come to do stand-up comedy. Again, it was so goddamn crazy to be a comedian. <laughs> he was not doing a comedian act at all. Oh my god, hmm. that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. because so that's you, Khaled, you... the man, the great legend. Yeah, I'm Khaled, gonna go Thank live you. with him pretty soon. I bought all the stuff. I'm getting ready to do. Yeah. Or making a recipe. <laughs> Instagram live yeah. with him. Yeah, he's a good cook. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, he, he was sorry. like a. a a cheeseburger with Nutella inside the <laughs> lays the cheese. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. This type of cooking. <laughs> Amazing. I, I, I imagine that like the countries that had like less restrictions, maybe on language, would have more comedy just because you can go into deeper topics. But yeah. as you're describing, it's not the case. I can Why tell do you what? think? Why do you, why, why do you think this is like, why do you think this is? I'll happening? give you an answer, but I really want to hear an answer from Abdurrahman as well. Yeah. When you have so many restrictions on the language that you have, you can say on stage, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it heightens your sense of creativity where you can be funny, right? While dodging these lines. Right. So when you're that creative and so funny and you're taken into an environment where all these restrictions are gone, it's like training with weight on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. You just get stronger. Right. It's like, yeah, running barefoot or like playing soccer with like a rock or something. In the there middle you of go. Uh, yeah, you'll exactly. Be faster, right? That's, that's, how, <laughs> that's my faster. opinion. But Adrahman, what do you think is the reason? Exactly. Mm -hmm. just, just like you said, exactly. Because, you know, we have, a, they, when we had, we had some comedians from the USA here in Saudi Arabia mm. in uh, Jidda season uh, last year. So when they saw us telling our jokes and they, they asked us, you have so many lines. How do you think of this? So you only have a small area to say the joke, which is in USA or in any other country, the brilliant comedians only go there because there are chief comedians. So they go for the chief jokes about sex and that about racism, <laughs> and kind of sex, right? Yes. But when you see someone like Dave Chappelle or you see mm -hmm. something like uh, Jerry Seinfeld, and you think, oh God, how did he think of this joke, right? Yeah. And you see Saudi comedians, all of them say, how did he think of this joke? You know, <laughs> because of the lot of the lines that we are having. So, but it's relatable because our culture has a lot of comedy content. Mm -hmm. I think it's the culture that creates the the more strict culture, the more jokes you can get. Yeah. If you have a lot of open mind culture, it's less jokes you can find because these are the things that you speak about these right. are the things that you yeah it's an observation by the end of the day it's or a storytelling when you're mm -hmm. telling the story about the people how are living this life with this all uh cultural uh, things that we are doing and facing every day so these are the things 
that gets the people interesting about stand-up comedy. Mm. I think, so, yeah, that's, that's very that's, interesting. It's very like having something, a common struggle can make you, you can laugh together over a common struggle versus of like the life is like more like free and open. Like there's no, no Swedish comedians. I've never seen a Swedish comedian. No offense to Sweden, <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. I never mind. Even, even, even if they have, we would have known. <laughs> yeah, yeah honestly, right. to be honest. What is he talking about? Yeah, exactly. I have a theory, Abdurrahman, <laughs> and I, I, I want to let you inherit my theory to try it out. Okay, wait, wait. Let me do this. Uh, the, the, the theory is it. All right, are you ready? Here we go. Yeah, give me. Comedians that come from the United States to our Arab countries, especially the, the GCC countries, struggle okay. to tell jokes that are actually funny more than say a Saudi or a Kuwaiti comedian that does that line or a stage or an opening in the United States. That's your theory? Uh, say, say that again. Okay, I have a theory that when you have like these big comedians, okay, uh, regardless of who, when they come to Saudi Arabia or Kuwait or Jeddah mm-hmm. or, or wherever, and they try to do their stand-up comedy, they struggle with being funny more mm-hmm. than if a Saudi Arabian or a Kuwaiti goes to the United States and does a stand-up comedy there, like a show. Okay. What do you okay. think? Let me get my glasses first. Go <laughs> ahead, take your time. Take your time. It's funny that all of three of us have glasses, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my glasses also. I will be not using my glasses. I'm just making it first. You do you, my so, First of all, <laughs> from where did you get this theory, Habibi? <laughs> I'll tell you how I came up with this theory. I, I, I saw local comedians from the USA come here, say stupid jokes, and the audience are crying laughing. I don't know why. Yes. Okay. Fair. So, uh, my, my, yeah. my, my first take in your theory is that I don't think they struggle when they come, when they come here. I mm. think they will be surprised. American comedians, when they come to Saudi Arabia, tell their jokes, they are surprising. How the hell these Arabs are understanding my jokes? <laughs> I think this is this is the reaction they get. But yeah, okay. I think I think it's very strong uh, opinion that when Arab comedians, who's well comedian, a strong comedian, go to USA and start doing jokes in small stand-up comedy bars or any place, people will be surprised. And this is what happened when uh, one of my yeah, yeah we had a group. Saudi group went to a tour. They went to, I think, seven or eight uh, states in the United States. And people were blown away by the comedy acts they have. Blown away in terms of they were like laughing a lot? Yeah, or they were laughing away? a lot. And they are blown up. <laughs> what? Ah, oh, this no. is your style, huh? Okay. No, 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 I'm, no, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry for my friend. I'm so no, sorry. No, 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 come back. I apologize. My mistake. <laughs> My mistake, sorry, my mistake, yeah, my I mistake. I apologize, I apologize, wait, I apologize. Wait, wait, we can bleep it out. I'm so sorry. No, no, just leave it. Yeah, I'm, so just leave it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm tired, I'm jet lagged, sorry. Yeah, he's, he's jet lagged, excuse me. And, and the funny thing is that this is the most used word in any stand-up comedy show. Explode the stage, blow up the stage, let's blow up the stage. If someone yeah. hears us... You will think there is a mission there, you know? It's, no, it's I'm not so just sorry. that. It's the, the issue of stand-up comedy is 
Especially with Arabs going to the United States, like you know how they say yeah. "don't bomb" and like, yeah. oh my god, I show and I'm so yeah. sorry. Show, right? Imagine uh, if a Saudi goes to the United States and says, "Oh my god, I'm scared that I might bomb the show." Like, yeah. oh my god, yeah, and no, there's the worst case. They say, "I'm sorry, it's, it was a murder show." What? Uh, what? Murder <laughs> show? FBI, open up! <laughs> no, no, yeah, very true. terminologies. Yeah, it's a terminology that's used there. Yeah. And I think it's so, a standard. Everyone is using it. So is there any, like, personal Saudi terminology in terms of stand-up comedy, like, you think is very interesting? Mm, no, I don't think so. I think I think the Arab world has a lot of different, uh, different uh, accents. Mm. Kuwaiti, and uh, even in Saudi, we have rich accents, different accents, the Jizan, from Jeddah, from Riyadh, from Sharqiyya, and... And these kind of different accents creates a lot of uh, inside jokes with Saudi. And some of them can be related to Bahrain because it's very close to Sharqiyya. And some of the Kuwaiti also are related to that because they share the same area. So they have a lot mm. of common words. Like example, if you are Lebanese, Ali, you are Lebanese, right? Yes, yes, so, yes, yeah. yes. So uh, if, uh, the first time I was with a Lebanese guy, he told me, Habibi, but then fell. I said, yeah, that's the fell om omma. Come on, why that? This <laughs> <laughs> is different. So, falla in Saudi means let's have some yeah, fun. Yeah, like let's have some fun, go crazy, and, go wild. Yeah. And fell in Lebanese just means I want to go. go. <laughs> I want to go. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Then fell om omma. Come on, yeah, sure. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man I, I, I see a bright future in, in terms of stand-up comedy after talking to you uh we talked to Ammar, ahmed shimmeri and khaled. To khaled we like ah, right? Shimmeri, yes. i believe i believe we have a bright future for stand-up comedy in arabia have you guys done stand-up comedy before no but i i'm thinking Not of really. doing one like special Really? What? If it's special. not a yeah, like a special. <laughs> hey, to the show is yeah. Ali Shimmeri. You, know? you go to the end directly, yeah. Yeah, if I'm gonna do it, I'll do it big. It's gonna be a Wait, Netflix uh, How do you special. do it? Can you give some stand, advice? Can you stand like uh, more than thirty minutes in front of the audience doing yeah. jokes? I mean, I stand one hour making a oh. fool of myself in a podcast, so I'm pretty yeah. sure it's different because you're talking <laughs> to an audience yeah it's very it's very you know i can speak i have a podcast show by the way i know called, yeah, yeah yeah it's called Al-Harja. and i can speak uh, for three or four hours i have no issue in speaking but creating jaws and delivering with the punchline is too difficult and sometimes you forget the jokes mm. on stage <laughs> so if you have like 15 minute jokes after 10 minutes you're done then you look like this and that, oh, damn it, I screwed this shit. <laughs> then you have to leave again. <laughs> no, no, I think, I think I can do it. I'm good at public speaking. I've done it before. But jokes, public speaking, I want to try it out. As an yeah, you have to practice. So the, the, the standard number that any comedian has to do it as a stand-up comedy, it's eight minutes. So you have to prepare eight minutes set. So this will be your standard. Whenever you go to any club, Whenever you have a, a spot in any comedy shows, you have eight, eight minutes. minutes. You can do it. If it's lovable, very good. Then you start building your jokes together. So you have the first joke, the second joke, the third joke, 
you join all the jokes together, then you will have like 15 or 16, 20 minutes. You get my point? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. after like six months, seven months, you created like more 50 minutes or one hour jokes that you can deliver. I had a show uh, three years ago in, uh, in an event called Jidda Kida Eidu Bahar. So they wanted me to do a 45 minute stand up comedy joke for 16 days in a row. Oh, wow. Yeah, and the money was so stupid. They didn't almost pay me anything, but I took this opportunity as a practice. So okay. if I can pull off 45 minutes daily for 16 days, the next time they, anyone asks me to do a, a 30 minutes jokes, I'm ready for it. Yeah, it's going to be easy. I already, exactly. I already tried it in a real audience with a lot of time and uh, with the practice of the same joke, building in the joke, adding some uh, punchline for the same joke. So this is how stand-up works. You have get jokes, try it. If it succeeds, you put it together, then you build it with each other to create your mm -hmm. ultimate uh, special. Yeah. So I did one special that right now. Built. I want to yeah. I, I want to ask uh, one last question before we end the because I think we've hit our timestamp now. So it's already wow, one hour. For a while. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I did, uh, wow. Yeah. No, I, didn't, I didn't feel it well, like I. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I didn't feel God. it too, yeah. to be honest. I had I to check the time every like. Also, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So here's 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 my last here's my last joke, and I I, I want an honest my last answer. joke. <laughs> my last joke. Yes. My last question. <laughs> I, want, I want an honest my answer, right? Okay. Uh, and I want it to be an answer from you. Okay. What was your what was the worst experience you've had? doing stand-up comedy anywhere it doesn't have to be insider it could be anytime your worst experience see the worst experience that there was some you remember world, world cup yeah world yeah. cup soccer world cup yeah yeah 20... soccer world cup yeah. 20 uh, <laughs> i think uh 16. yep 2016. <laughs> okay please <laughs> so, don't tell me so we had like a big tent in cornish Jidda uh oh, held by one of the biggest uh, telecommunication company in saudi so it's free entry and there's a very big screen you can watch all the shows or the matches of mm -hmm. the soccer games there and i don't know who came up with this idea but they had a deal with them that we will do stand-up comedy in between the matches uh-huh so the host came <laughs> up <laughs> see, see, see how it goes the host came up to the audience and said Okay, everyone, do you want stand-up comedy? And all the audience in one voice with a very high note said, No! <laughs> Abdurrahman Zubaydah! <laughs> I was like, damn you, man. Oh, oh my God. That's no. So yeah. No way. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Did you actually do it? Of course, no. Thank <laughs> God. I went to stage. I went to stage and I said, forget about this idiot. I will not do any When they, they clap for me. <laughs> Leaving. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they clap so for me. Not to do <laughs> well, it's uh, not the worst. It kind of you turned it around. Yeah. And so it's yeah, a good you turned it around. Yeah, I guess that's, that's, that's the best part about being a comedian. <laughs> They're so good at making jokes. You're on your feet all the time. So yeah, you know now when you're telling it, 
When you're yeah. telling it now, yeah, it's funny. But when you lived it in the same situation, I went oh, out the stage and I started part with that guy. Are you an idiot? They said, no. <laughs> Why do you bring me up? <laughs> crazy, crazy talks. But uh, nevertheless, a very enjoyable talk with you, Abdurrahman. I'm glad we had you on Thank the you. show. What I, about the I, best I, one? Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. What was your favorite yeah. experience in doing stand-up mm. comedy? My favorite experience, uh, I think... The uh, the one I enjoyed the most, it was in uh, in Al Balad. Mm. So we had an open area stand up comedy for uh, one thousand five hundred seats, and it was a full house. I did around uh, twenty minutes stand up comedy. Okay. And and I I enjoyed that show. I enjoyed that show so much. I remember it. Uh, I don't know, but uh, the feeling there was different than any other feelings. I, I, I just enjoyed it so much. People were laughing? Maybe that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. People were dying laughing, man. And uh, I also, uh, one of the things that I'm proud of, that the comedy special I have with Comedy Central that I did it last year, uh, it was my first special, it's 30 minutes special. It's now in uh, Comedy Central, Arabia, al Arabi. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think it's an achievement for a comedian to do a special because no... Not a lot of comedians can do a 30-minute special uh, and, uh, and and delivers a good joke and a lot of amount of laughing with the audience. So you'll have a lot of gaps and a lot of weak jokes. But uh, I went there prepared. I had all of my jokes for the past year. I combined it together with the setup. And uh, the end, I related something from the back of the joke. So it was very fun. And uh, alhamdulillah, I... I I'm very proud of it. Alhamdulillah. Well, we're proud of That's you awesome. and we're happy to have you yeah. on the show. We're excited mm -hmm. to see your future and what Thank there so is much. to, you know, the future of Saudi comedy and Saudi comedians. Thank you for watching another episode of A to the Show. If you did like this video, another one. enjoyed half as much as we enjoyed it, please do like, subscribe, share. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. If you laughed, please subscribe. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. If you laughed, yeah. come on. Like, why are we? Come on. Thought, man, imagine that 25, not even, no, wait, it's 75% of the people who watch our videos are not subscribed. So, what happens to them if they don't subscribe? Your audio. <laughs> you're muted. This is funny. Yeah, you're muted. That's a good impression. <laughs> That's what, <I> That's what <laughs> it happens. looks like. <laughs> you, you get disconnected. Still, still can't hear you. <laughs> muted. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. You won't be able to hear anymore. <laughs> Disconnected. Perfect. <laughs> Don't worry. It's fine. Uh, it's about now. Yep. There we go. Yeah, yeah we got you. We got you. Perfect. So what okay. happens? Is... Guys, you have to subscribe. <laughs> These guys invented the internet. What's happening here? You heard it here first. He said if, you are, if you are enjoying YouTube, you have a YouTube, right? Is in YouTube? Yeah, YouTube, Spotify, yes, Apple yes, Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. See, see all these things. They they did it. They did it. Come on, subscribe. You'll get notified every day. You have every day. Exactly. Turn on the bell every notification. Day. You know. Come on, guys. It's yes, free. Exactly. It's easy and it's free. It's free. Yes. Just one click. Come yes. on. One click. Yes. Come on. We're not sellouts like uh, Ro Jogan. Thank you for watching yeah. another episode. Uh, you can follow Isabella on all of his Instagram accounts. Three, three. And the link to go enjoy the show today. Three, Good to see you. Boys and girls, yeah, peace out. Girls, that's true. <laughs> See ya. Okay. Perfect. Well, degree in economy, but I started dance because I have seen it. 
so I was inspired and it touched me and I started to dance because I saw it and I fell in love with this and uh, yes I dance because I like it I love it it's not because of the entertainment people Maybe. but yes with time of course because we go to the to, to the stage uh, because we have this opportunity to communicate to communicate with different peoples and like like with you right now also with time we become uh, lovers of entertainment in general so it's like one by one it's complete